The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Trust the process. Do you respect the process? Welcome back, processors. Ryan's trying to screw up this intro as best as he can but he will not stop me yeah i know uh welcome back yeah it's a week 16 recap show and uh also known as conference championship weekend comp uh, recap show as well as declaration monday slash tuesday yeah ryan how are you i'm great the bills are great josh allen's the best i'm gonna be better I'm two out of three in the uh, fantasy leagues. So, oh, you play fantasy football? That's for no, I don't. For losers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop breathing into the mic. You're creeping me out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want me to play the sound effect? Boo, 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 boo. Breaking news. We have some declarations to talk about. Okay, let's do it. All right. Well, you said you know one of one declaration, so I'll let you handle that one. Yeah. Uh, no one's surprised, but it's official now. Once you hire an agent, it makes it official. Penny Sewell, offensive tackle from Oregon, is entering the 2021 NFL Draft. There it is. That's, that's right. Okay. All now, right. Yeah, that's the end of the show. All right. So I'm going to go through a couple names here. Virginia Tech running back Khalil Herbert is declared for the 2021 NFL Draft. He's the first 1,000-yard rusher for Virginia Tech since 2015. Okay. Talented wide receiver from Ole Miss. We've talked about it a couple times on here. Elijah Moore has declared. Jalen Phillips, edge rusher from our Miami Hurricanes, has declared for the NFL Draft. Be quiet when you say his name. We don't want people to know about him. Right? Yeah, seriously. He is tied for second in the ACC with eight sacks. Was the previous, he was the number one overall player a few years back out of high school. So, has declared. Tight end one, Kyle Pitts has declared for the draft. He will skip Florida's bowl game. Smart. Yes. Let's see here. Greg Newsom, first team all Big Ten corner, is entering the draft. Three UNC guys. You got Michael Carter, your boy, Chaz Surratt, and Dami Brown. They're going to opt out of the Orange Bowl and enter the draft. Nick Bolton, probably a late first round, early second linebacker out of Missouri, entering the draft. Then to round it out, Jake Funk. Second in the nation in yards per carry, the Maryland running back with 8.6 yards per carry has declared for the draft. All right. Jake Funk. like yep. that name. That's all I got for right now. So um, let's get to the recap. 
Sure. We can do that. Uh, it was an unexpected outcome weekend is the way I'm kind of framing this. That was some close games, some upsets, and uh, some disappointing outcomes and some surprising outcomes all wrapped into one. So uh, let's get the, this one out of the way first, Ryan. Uh, the MAC championship game, our UB Bulls came out completely flat and got kind of rolled on, in my opinion. The score is closer than I think it actually was, but yeah. Ball State wins 38-28. Uh, our boy Jared Patterson got done dirty in this game. Ball State uh, kept him in check for the most part. Yeah, well, it also helps when you tackle a guy and then uh, grab hold of one of his legs and do one of those gator rolls where you just hold on the leg and roll over for no good reason. Yeah, I mean, uh, my prediction for the game, I was way off. I said, you know, Van Trees going to throw like six, seven times or complete seven passes for like 90-something yards. Antonio Nunn's going to have a couple catches. He did have a couple. He had 13 for 182 yards. Yeah. Um, Kyle Ventrice was dealing. He's pretty accurate. He only actually, okay, really, he really wasn't dealing that much, but I guess in the first half he was dealing. Ventrice looked really good, pretty lethal. And then uh, the UB defense just didn't, didn't show up to play really. So, no. Really disappointing. Uh, they were completely flat, and uh, you can't do that. Can't show up like that. All right. We got the uh, <laughs> Conference USA Championship game between UAB and Marshall. I believe we both took Marshall in that game. I picked UAB. Oh, did you? Well, I good did. for you. I wanted the upset. UAB does pull off the upset, 22-13. I did not watch any of that game. Nope, and nobody in America did either, so. Uh, what about the Pac-12? Uh, you got that one? I do have it right here. All right. So we were both wrong on this. I think we both took USC. Um, yeah, Oregon comes on top, 31-24. Um, I didn't catch this game. Um, it looks like it was kind of defensive. There wasn't really – okay, No. Did Tyler Shaw Shaw get hurt? Uh, no, he wasn't hurt. They kept bringing in a quarterback to run their like wildcat offense. Okay. Yeah, and that was like every time they got inside the red zone. Okay. Yeah, because this game was kind of coinciding with UB for a little bit there. Yeah, it looks like Anthony Brown came in was three of four for seventeen yards and two touchdowns. So. Okay. Um, yeah, Tyler Shaw, 8 of 15, 91 yards, two touchdowns in the pick. Because I'm seeing, like, these numbers, and I'm like, how did they put up 31 points? And there's, like, no yards. Like, if you just look at the box score, you're like, what happened? Uh, Keevan Slovis happened. Wow. Okay, 28 of 52, 320 yards, two touchdowns, three picks. Whoo, sheesh. Yeah. Okay. Amon Ross St. Brown still produced. Five catches, 74 yards, and a touch. Yeah, that touchdown was a nice play. Okay. Okay. Um, Where do you want to go to next? you want to go to uh, AAC? Or Mountain West, then AAC? You pick. I didn't watch either. (laughs) 
All right, we'll, we'll do the Mountain West first then. Okay. Uh, San Jose State takes down Boise State. 34. To, this game is on when the Bills game was on. That's right. 34 to 20. And I did not watch any of this. Um, I kept an eye on the box score, you know, because that's easy yeah. enough to do. Right. But uh, it, it uh, was a good showing for the quarterback here. Uh, let's see. His name is Nick Starkle, senior, 6'3", 214. He's from Argyle, Texas. Don't know where that is. Shout out, Texas. Uh, he goes 32 of 52 for 453 yards and three Oosh. touchdowns, no picks. So that boy was shredding. Uh, there was absolutely no run game from San Jose State. But uh, two wide receivers uh, had pretty good days. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Trey Walker, another senior, 5'11", 180. In this game, he had... Oh, I just lost it. There it is. Seven catches, 137 yards, and a touchdown. And then his uh, wide receiver brother there, Gaither, had five catches, 98 yards, zero touchdowns. Oh, wow. Ryan, pull up Bailey Gaither's picture real quick. Take a gander at this guy. Howdy doody a little much? He won't let me click on him. Oh. <laughs> Here, I'll just hold it up so you can see him. Oh, boy. Yeah, right? Look at him. <laughs> he looks really happy. <laughs> yeah. That's the best analysis you'll get on, uh, you know. Yeah. That, player profile we thing. do nothing but just judge the people's appearances on, on this show. Okay. Uh, so that's what I got for that. I got nothing to say about Boise. I wanted to highlight San Jose. So uh, the ACC, the AACC. Old man Ritter, baby, came to play. I did watch a post-game interview, and, um, yeah, he he still looks old, but the headshot's not far off. Right. The headshot's not far off. 19 of 29, 269 yards, one touchdown, 83 yards on the ground, one touchdown. He put the team on his back. Desmond Ritter might be a baller. I'm going to watch – this is a guy I'm going to pay attention to in the offseason because, I mean, Cincinnati is a good team, and he's a big reason for us. So I definitely got to keep an eye on him. No more of the old man Ritter hate. It's out of my head. Gone. Done. Well, he's going to be even older next year. That's true. <laughs> older man Ritter. Older man Ritter. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Tulsa put up a fight, though. Sure did. They were uh, leading for most of that game. Right. Yeah, it was a uh, last-minute field goal Yep, for Cincinnati. So Cincinnati stays undefeated, but uh, they get snubbed. No playoff berth for Cincinnati. No, sir. No. So Bearcat fans are fired up. They say, <laughs> we want Bama, and Florida says, no, you don't. We know Florida, man, what a game. It was a great game. Did you watch it? Dude. Uh yes. I, I, I caught a, a majority of it. Is John Mechie safety one next year? Uh, I mean, he's the wide receiver, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was like, I'm I was talking like, about the play where um who was it? I don't remember. Someone got absolutely crushed, fumbled. Uh the the um who was it for Florida? Um 
uh, uh, um, Trey Dean picks it up, and John Mechie absolutely killed him. And then he fumbled. Alabama recovers. Dude, college football this time of year is unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable. This game was unreal. Mac Jones, 33 of 43, 418 yards, five touchdowns, one pick. Good Lord. Uh, Najee Harris, 31 carries, 178 yards, two touchdowns. Heisman, should be Heisman, Devonta Smith, 15 catches, 184 yards, two touchdowns. Najee Harris also had three catches, three touchdown catches, five catches, 67 yards. Good Lord. Yeah. I think I think Najee Harris might pull it off. I think he might get the Heisman. Najee Harris is unbelievable. Yeah. Unreal. And then on the other side, dude, Kyle Trask again, 26 of 40, 408 yards, three touchdowns. Um, Kyle Pitts, seven catches, 129 and a touchdown. And Kadarius Toney is no longer a gadget guy. Kadarius Toney is a legit wide receiver prospect. He's no longer in, like, the second round. Like, this dude is first-round talent. He's not a gadget player anymore. Eight for eight, 153 catches, or 153 yards, one touchdown. Kadarius Tony is legit. Yeah. I love seeing Kyle Pitts have such a great game with that. When you come into a game with so much hype like he did and going up against a great team like Alabama, and there's nothing they could do about it nothing Kyle Pitts they're like oh here comes the alien and uh, okay he's still awesome there's nothing we can do about this so good on Kyle Pitts good on Tony good on yeah, Trask such a fun game dude I mean Kadarius Tony is so fun to watch dude. Yeah. he's electric I saw someone I forgot who it was someone asked for a comp I want to say I want to say it was Matt Miller he was like I don't I it has to be Tyreek right now like there's he can't think of anyone else. It has to be Tyreek. Maybe or, or not not Tyreek. I think he said um Miko. Miko Hardman right now. But probably more upside than Miko Hardman right now. Hmm. But the way he plays outside, I see some Steve Smith in him. Yeah. Six yeah. foot one ninety three. Um so on the season right now he's got seventy catches, nine hundred and eighty four yards and ten touchdowns. That'll do. Kadarius Tony, man, legit. Yep. And then Trevin Grimes had a good game. Can't forget about him. He'll probably be a day, early day three guy, I would assume. No. Yeah, he he came on as as the year went went along. There, it was nice to see. And he he's big body guy. He's six four two eighteen. So yeah, with that with the size alone, especially if he runs a good time at the combine. He well, he's a senior, so we'll probably see him in the senior bowl. Um, but yeah, man, what a good game! 52 46 Alabama. Yeah, uh, one of these shows coming up, we'll uh pull up the senior bowl roster. Yeah, we'll try and pull out some names that we're excited about because it's gonna be cool here. Uh, we only got one more game left to talk about, and then uh, it's time to flip the script, guys. Mm-hmm. We can we can talk bowl games, but I don't know. It's just been such a weird year, and there's already teams pulling out that have, like, like here, you're going to this bowl game, and they, like, literally, like, an hour later, like, no, we're not. <laughs> no, right. we're done. So, uh, all right, right. I want you I want you to take this game. This is the, the game of the day. It was supposed to be the matchup of the day, and uh really wasn't. 
Yeah, man. So Notre Dame and Clemson. Uh, Clemson ended up winning 34 to 10. So the, I, I was watching bits and pieces of this one. I was kind of out and about Saturday, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night. And um, I was talking to a buddy and he's like, yeah, Notre Dame's winning. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that was it. They weren't winning for long. <laughs> no. They weren't winning for long. Um, Ian Book did not cook. He, in fact, did not cook. Um, he had a good completion percentage, 20 for 28, 219. Brian, how many times did uh, Ian Book get sacked? Do you, do you have that number? Oh, six. Oh, my God. That's not that many. Fans were one, two, three, four, five, six. We want seven. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Kyron Williams shut down. Absolutely got shut down. The the whole Notre Dame offense got shut down. So we're that's I'm good on that. So let's move over to Clemson. Football Jesus got picked off early. He got mad. His hair got longer, and he just got better. <laughs> And that was it. 25 and 36, 322 yards, two touchdowns. Travis Etienne, good Lord, 10 carries, 124 yards, one touchdown. Uh, back to T-Law, football Jesus, whatever you want to call him, 14 carries, 90 yards, and a touchdown. Amari Rogers, 8 for 121 and 1. Um, just, I mean, just a dominant game from Clemson, like all of, just across the board. I mean, was there really any doubt? I mean, come on. I was pretty confident in Clemson. Yeah. I was just hoping that Notre Dame could put up more of a fight. And then uh, they didn't, which leads to what we're about to talk right now briefly, which is the playoff committee coming out with their selections for the college football playoffs. And uh, no shocker here, Alabama, Clemson, yep, Ohio State, mm-hmm. and Notre Dame. Now, I get it. Because their only one, their only loss, comes to Clemson in the ACC championship. So you There's don't want to hit Texas A&M chatter. There, there probably should be pretty loud chatter for them for sure. But the I was prob- actually with um, my my buddy goes to Texas A&M, and he was sitting there watching that the the whole the the little playoff show the whole the whole morning on Sunday, and uh, uh, he was pretty bummed to say the least. So. They they would probably put up a better fight than Notre Dame, if I'm being honest. Uh, Notre Dame is going to get absolutely boat raced by Alabama. Um, if I was Ian Book, I would get out of there as fast as I could. Um, they don't have a prayer. You heard it here first. Mac Jones is playing at a ridiculous level. I'm sorry, Zach Wilson, but Mac Jones is – actually, no. Yeah. Yeah, I'm putting Mac Jones at three. No, four. Sorry. Trevor, Justin Fields, Trask, probably Mac Jones right now. Zach Wilson. Yeah, no, I'm putting Mac Jones in front of him. Mac Jones is put was putting on a clinic. Okay. Man. An absolute clinic. Poor Zach Wilson. It's close though. Dude, it this is. this is a hell of a quarterback class. Yeah. Yeah. It really uh, is. Uh so you mentioned Justin Fields. We might as well mention their game. Um closer than we thought it was gonna be, right? We thought it wouldn't – they were giving up 20 and a half points, I believe the spread was when we did our show. I don't know where the line moved to after that. But, oh, uh, my God. Northwestern put up a fight. They were actually I winning didn't, I didn't, most of this game. I didn't watch this game, but I also didn't see Trey Sermon's numbers. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yeah. 29, 29, 331, 
two touchdowns. Now that's a Trey Sermon from Oklahoma I used to know and love. Right. Holy smokes, 29 for 330. Good Lord. Sheesh. Yeah, dude, the quarterback play, not great in this game. Nope. No. <laughs> not great. Dang, three turnovers for fields, two picks, one fumble. Good Lord, man. Did not look good. Fields had a rough day. And he's going to have another t- tough contest against Clemson. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> he's still QB, too. Yeah. He's still but, QB, too. But what's got I, me thinking but, is that he, maybe he's not as pro-ready as we thought he was. Right. I think this game's going to tell a lot. Yeah. I mean, if he comes out and just is lighting it up, it's it's like, okay, that was just a fluke. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if he comes back with another showing like this, I mean, the dude had 15 incompletions. I think he, that's more than he's had all season. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So we'll see. I mean, you got to – I mean, I even see Chris Olave on the on – the, on the th- did he play? Did Chris Olave even play? He did not. Okay. I was going to say, why is Chris Olave not in here? All right. We skip Big 12. Oh, yeah. That's because they're not I in the playoffs. It. What did I say? Charlie Cole, our revenge game. Had a big, big third down uh, completion near the end of the game. Didn't help much, but did have a big catch. He had six catches, 92 yards, and a touchdown. Charlie Kolar from Norman, Oklahoma, with the revenge game. Xavier Hutchinson, 10 catches on 15 targets, 114 yards. Brees Hall, yards per carry weren't there, but the production was. Two touchdowns, almost 80 yards. Brock Purdy, my man. <laughs> Brock Sembrist came to a screeching halt. Yeah. 27 of 40, 322, one touchdown, three picks. Yeah, any recipe that calls out for uh, Brock to go for 40 uh, attempts is probably not a good one. Throw that one in the trash. Right. And then Spencer Rattler, nothing spectacular, but didn't lose in the game either. 22, 22 of 34, 272, one touchdown, and one on the ground too. Not groundbreaking numbers by any means, but didn't hurt him at all. So, um, good on Oklahoma. I did not think they were going to win. Um, that was also a pretty good game to watch. So, it was. Yeah, I was. I was bouncing back and forth between games, and uh, the, what was the weirdest part about watching that game was how it, Oklahoma or uh, Oklahoma State, um, Iowa State kept giving themselves a chance the defense would get a stop right. and yep. then and then their offense would go three and out like literally three and out like guys you can't you can't go three and out yeah the, yeah the Iowa State defense showed up for sure they yeah. really did especially in this yeah the second half it was like the second okay, half here we man go. I mean here we go oh. they 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 did their job and and I the Brock just couldn't capitalize so nope nope he stinks Sorry, Not in the month of October, though. No, for October is the, the realest thing in the world. But uh, <laughs> he's going to get drafted, and he's only going to start in October. Right that after that, right back to the pine. Right. All right. All so right. Uh, real quick, just I'm going to run down some of these bowl matchups, and then we're we'll we'll, we'll get into uh, the rest of the show, which is uh, okay. a, a little primer for a little draft fodder for you folks out there. So here we go, Tuesday. 
the 22nd, the day that you are listening to this recording. You got Tulane taking on Nevada in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. You got UCF taking on BYU, our beloved Zach Wilson. This is the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. <laughs> what do you know about Boca Raton, Brian? Uh, old people live there. There you go. Oh, yeah, I can barely talk thinking about it. It's so funny. Uh, then we're moving to Wednesday. Louisiana Tech taking on Georgia Southern. It's an R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Yep. <laughs> it keeps getting better. Don't stop. worry. Can you stop? <laughs> Memphis FAU in the Montgomery Bowl. Uh-huh. No stop me when it, stop me when it's the Funyun Bowl or something like that. <laughs> uh, now we're on to Thursday, Christmas Eve, Hawaii taking on Houston in the New Mexico Bowl. Uh, Friday, RUB Bulls take on Marshall in the Camellia Bowl. Literally never heard of that in my life. That's on Christmas Day. Uh, South Carolina, UAB will be playing in the Union Home Mortgage Gasparillo Bowl. <laughs> Dude, are these sponsors paying like $11 for these names? Like, who are these people? These are, these are 2020 bargain basement prices. <laughs> right. Uh, Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns taking on UTSA. Uh, this is the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl. Oh my! <laughs> That's Saturday. We're on a Saturday games. Western Kentucky taking on Georgia State in the Lending Tree Bowl. Of course, Lending Tree has a uh, bowl. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um, so this is to to be determined, but we know who this is. In the uh, uh, Army, we'll be taking on West Virginia in the Independence Bowl. The Radiance. Technologies Independence Bowl. So I saw the Army coach was on Dan Patrick today lobbying to be on or in a bowl, and they deserve it because they're, dude, it's one of the best years the Army's had in their program's sure. history. So, sure. Yeah. Uh, keeping uh, on theme here, Liberty is uh, taking on Coastal Carolina in the FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl. Now, I'm using ESPN's app, and I have to mention this because this is just so stupid. Uh, to be determined is taking on to be determined in the guaranteed rate bowl. Oh, wait, don't worry about the to be determines because that's been canceled. And then uh, also in the to be determined against another to be determined uh, in the new era pinstripe. I love bowl. how the name of that bowl was like the guaranteed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. Not not exactly your namesake. Uh, yeah, the Pinstripe Bowl has, has uh, been canceled as well. Uh, here we go, Ryan. Here's Damn. a perfect one for you. Oklahoma State taking on your University of Miami Hurricanes in the Cheez-It Bowl. Love That's my favorite one. Well. Who doesn't like Cheez-Its? Come on. I have in my fantasy league I'm in with my friends. We have a last place trophy that's called the Cheez It Trophy, and it's got a big box of Cheez Its. Lovely, you yeah. love to see it. You really do. Yeah. Uh, we're not done. We got a few more here. <laughs> Texas wait, taking on more. Yeah, Texas taking on Colorado in the Valero Alamo Bowl. Valero Alamo Bowl. 
Uh, Wake Forest gets Wisconsin and Duke's Mayo Bowl. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Unreal. What is Duke's Mayo? It's a brand of mayo. I've never had it. Have you ever had it? No, I only eat almonds, man, because I'm an adult. All right. Fair enough. Do you like Miracle Whip? Uh, yeah, it's all right. It's fine. It's a little yeah. sweet. Yeah. I all like right. it with my BLTs. Okay. My mom used to keep it in the house for BLTs. I'm not a BLT guy, though, because I'm, I'm, I just like the bacon and the lettuce. I don't like tomatoes. It, tomatoes suck. Our tomatoes are not the worst. I don't like them. I like them cooked. Like, they can be in stuff when they're... Like a like, sauce. Yeah. Chili, yeah. Yep. But not when it's just a raw tomato. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a few more. Hang in there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Ryan. I have to do this because it's just so stupid. <laughs> Iowa takes on Missouri in the Transperfect Music City Bowl. Hmm. Florida and Oklahoma. Actually... That's a really fun game. Florida taking on Oklahoma in the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Hmm. No? Not excited? Okay. Tulsa taking on Mississippi State in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Beautiful. Ball State gets San Jose State in the Arizona Bowl. See, UB would have been playing San Jose State if they would have won. Oh. Okay, here we go. Yeah, West Virginia Army is the Liberty Bowl. They just reiterated that. Arkansas TCU, shout out Alex, in the Mercari Texas Bowl. Never heard of it. Oh, here's a good one. Georgia Cincinnati, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. No. That's okay, that's fine. Yeah, okay. And then uh Auburn and Northwestern are going to play in the Verbo Citrus Bowl. I don't know what Verbo is. VRBO. And then you have the, the playoffs. Beautiful. And then there's a few more, but I can tell that I'm losing, right? You are losing me, yep. Yeah. There's the, the silly names are my favorite. How about this? The PlayStation Fiesta Bowl featuring Oregon and Iowa State. That's still better than the Lending Tree Bowl. Yeah, it is. I'm All right. Full right. season. So, okay. So are we are we good on let's take a break from the college football for a quick second? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Do you want to talk about what happened in the league yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk um, about it. The Jets won. People, yeah. for those that for J- those that don't know, for those yes. that, <laughs> Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets, Jets. go Rams. Um, there is now a sixty-seven percent chance that the Jaguars take Trevor Lawrence. So now that is what is intriguing to me. So I saw on Twitter, I forgot who posted it. I think it was Matt Miller again. Matt Miller had said something how like intriguing that the Jets are right now. So the Jets have like pretty much they have three options. They take Justin Fields, um, trade Sam Darnold, or they trade back, get a haul, forget forget the quality, quantity over quality, or they stay at two, see their options, and build around Darnold. And that's kind of it's kind of intriguing to me. And now when he said the latter part, mm-hmm. stay at two. 
he said if they stay at two, that they should be watching Penai Sewell snaps until they can see them in, until they can see him play those snaps in his head in their sleep. If you're the Jets right now, what do you do? Like, well, fast forward, it stays how it is. Jets pick two. What do you do? Uh, well, I'm, I am a believer in Sam Darnold. I am not a believer in Adam Gase. So right. I, ha- I, I would try and be as objective as possible and look at the entire draft board and decide if I'm taking Justin Fields, how much is Justin Fields better than Sam Darnold to start my first year as a – because you're going to have a new GM, right? So my first year as being a GM – no, I don't think it would be a new GM. You think he'll get another shot? Joe Douglas? He didn't hire Adam Gase? No, Joe. I think Joe, Joe, Joe Douglas is staying. Okay, that's fine. Uh, okay, so just yeah. hypothetically then. Um, yeah. I don't, th- I don't think Justin Fields is better than Sam Darnold. I think if I were to... If I no. had done a grade for Sam Darnold, I think my grade would be higher for Sam Darnold than Justin Fields. Okay. So I guess I'm thinking about it this way. So they keep Sammy. Makai Beckton and Penny Sewell, that ain't, that's not a bad offensive line right there, right off the bat. No, I you know what I mean? Um, or there's the trade back. Um, you know, someone comes up, someone's in love with Fields, they come back, you get a boatload of picks. You're, you're, it's and it's going to start with the first rounder next year. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I think the Jets are going to be one of the more intriguing storylines come this off season because they have a boatload of cap space. They have a lot of money, um, and those free agents are they're they're going to want to know like what is yeah. is Sam Darnold going to be there? Is is are we talking Justin Fields? Are we talking like what what's what's going on? They already have two picks in the first round this year, right? So, so you yeah, you, said, you said trade back, Ryan, and that got me intrigued as to who could be some of those trade back candidates, um, or who who would trade up with them? Exactly. So I'm looking at probably not Chicago because they they I don't think they have enough picks to do that. They well, the first, I mean? There's... the first team is the Panthers if they if they you know mm-hmm. how much they like the number two quarterback, whether it's Justin Fields or whoever. They would be the first candidate. The next team that I see that would like do it is either I don't know the Niners or the Broncos. I say the Niners, yeah. And I, yeah, I think the Broncos too. I mean, I think the Broncos are candidates for anybody. I mean, start, Sam Darnold, um, maybe even Carson Wentz. I don't know. I mean, I don't, it looks like Carson Wentz is going to be out in Philly. Yeah. Um. Maybe even Nick Foles. Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah you said Bears. How... So Bears are 16, Ryan. And then right after them are the Raiders, 17. They don't have a quarterback in the future. I don't think the Raiders are going to move up. I don't think so either. Washington? Yes. See, but once I mean, you but, get to that but, spot... But they only draft... Defensive lineman with their first pick. So sorry. <laughs> uh, well, they are they're at nineteen right now. They don't win any more games. They will stay at nineteen probably, give or take. Um, 
they have literally nothing at, at quarterback. Would it be worth to, to, for them to trade away so much capital just to get that one position when we both know that their wide receivers outside of Terry McLaurin are garbage and their offensive line is a garbage? Right. I mean, if they move up, they should probably go for Penny Sewell. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I don't know. I mean, I, I think the conversation starts with the Panthers, 49ers, and the Bears, really. Yeah. The Panthers. Um, you got me intrigued with the Panthers, man. Because that's the only that's only two spots, so that's not a lot. It's not. You're no. talking probably like you could probably do that with like a second and a third and hold probably. on to your other first. Like you know what I mean? Probably, yeah. You wouldn't have to give up next year's first. Mm-mm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, man. The 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 Jets are going to be really really intriguing. Yeah. And I think the Vikings might be a little sneaky too. They really might. They got to get out from underneath that. They're my that sleeper salary. team. They're my sleeper team to, to yeah. take a quarterback. Yeah. Okay. What about so, the Falcons? Nah. But maybe. You don't think so? I, after watching what Matt Ryan did this weekend, I, I once again was like, he's not the problem. You could write it out a couple more years. I get it. You know what I mean? If you really think that this class is better than the next couple of classes coming up. Also. Yeah. Dare I say the Patriots? You can say it. They're very hard to predict. They are. They've never they been are. in this position before. The last time that they needed a quarterback, they uh, drafted. Slipped and fell into the best quarterback of all time? No. Well, they did. They drafted um, Garoppolo. He was, he was like a, a second-round pick? Third round pick? Yeah. He wasn't a he wasn't he was a, a low second. pick. Yeah, second round pick. So I mean they did it once in the second round. <sighs> Man, I could see like Kyle Trask slipping to them. Mac Jones. I mean, I I could see Mac Jones falling. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. This class is Tough. really good. Uh I'm wondering if Justin Fields finds himself being the odd man out. Because yep. As much as you say don't draft, you know, you don't scout the helmet, scout the player, and I've said that to myself when watching him, he did not look good the last couple of games. So, No, he hasn't. I don't know he what hasn't. Him. Hmm. Well, yeah. I'm happy for Trevor Lawrence. I hope you go to Jacksonville, who has yep. a crap ton of cap space. Uh, a lot of draft picks and probably a new coach and a new GM. And a much better skill set. You, you're looking at LaVisca Chanel, DJ Chark, James Robinson, um, uh, Jawan Taylor, uh, Andrew Norwell. I mean, it's it's a much better situation. Defense, no, about defense has pieces, too, to back you up a little bit. Yep, Caleb on Chazon um, and uh, the, the – the lesser, I mean, the lesser Josh Allen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Josh Allen, yeah. No doubt. Fun times ahead. No doubt. So we'll be off. We're not doing another show this week. We're going to enjoy our Christmas. So here's our chance, right? Well, let's wish, wish, wish some greetings over to our processors. Yeah. Um, Christmas is about giving. So give us a like, 
give us a share please give us a review that's all we want for christmas seriously um share the pod subscribe um if you haven't just refresh it do it again i don't care so um that's all i got people if you're enjoying it like us share us subscribe beautiful all right ryan well merry christmas my friend you know merry christmas to you and merry christmas to josh allen merry christmas josh allen merry christmas tex he's sleeping he's twitching in his sleep right now actually he heard me a dream yes he's having a dream (laughs) all right well uh we'll be back next week tuesday for you and uh and i have no idea what we're gonna talk about yet We'll probably see. maybe a, prob- maybe a mock draft. Yeah, I'm probably gonna force you to talk more bowl games. I'm I'm going to watch some high school football on Saturday with some Texas. So you, I think I think you said a Memphis commit. So I mean, I'll talk about that a little bit. That's cool, dude. Yeah, yeah. Some, some 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 crazy high school football going on. Keep your eyes off Texas. the ball, as they say. Yeah. 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 Let me know how those old linemen and D linemen look. I'll do my best. Thank you. All right, processors, until next time, keep on processing that process. No gold bills? Gold bills. Do you trust the process? Grocery shopping day. <laughs> oh, hello, Mr. Cashier. Hello, Mrs. Card Pusher. Hello. How are you doing today? Let's see what the old wife put on the uh, the shopping list today. Let's see what. Um, let's see. Number one, we got a uh, Chris Hemsworth. Oh, that doesn't seem right. I don't. I don't think those they sell those here. Uh, must be some kind of mistake. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Chris Evans. Oh boy. This is her celebrity crush list. Awkward. Don't be like this, husband and wife. There's only one place where a list like that belongs, and that's the Eat Sleep List podcast. You can hear us every Friday on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify.